They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash I mean these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked We're the winners of the future, not the slave to the past You said we never ever make it, and I'm saying you lied Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe Your invoice has been processed, run me my money, don't hide Don't play with me, I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside all right, but no, seriously, guys, we are so blessed to be back for another episode of Million Dollar Conversations. The, 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 not thou, thou, the, thistle, thistle, the thistle uh, <laughs> podcast. All right, um, and so we got a lot of things to talk to you all about. You know what I'm saying? You know, things in the business realm, faith, um, you know, marriage, and of course, you know, we're gonna add text. So I really want to address something real quick because some of y'all don't pay. The inv- like, like they they run off, they stole <sighs> off on us. Yeah, all y'all got your stimulation check. All of them. What are you doing? All right, but seriously though, mm-hmm. um, there are some things that we have learned this week actually. So every time we come to y'all, we're always like, oh, we got some some you know some things that like we just got knocked upside the head with as far as business is concerned. And so some things for us was like setting clear objectives, okay, in business, like mm-hmm. making sure that we know and we understand what it is we are doing, what it is that we are. Um, providing um, and everything and doing it, of course, in the spirit of excellence. And I have to say, and I have to be forthright, that doing things in the spirit of excellence um, is a constantly moving thing because your excellent last year is totally, or it shouldn't be at least, the same excellence that you operate in today, right? So um, Tweety and I have been really breaking down our goals. Like, in, like we'll have an overview of our goals and then we'll do um, a week's worth of our goals and then like break them down to daily goals. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, um, we have, um, different startups. We have hustle blends, we have renowned tech, and then we also have our books that we're pushing. And we also have million, uh, MDC podcast. Um, so how Tweety, how do you think we've been doing with, with just breaking down different stuff? Right. I think that yeah, it's going to be hard to dedicate your time to one. So I think what we have been doing is dedicating days to particular ones, knowing that, you know what, Monday is dedicated to Hustle Blends. What do we need to do for that? Yes, we're going to have um, things to do for Hustle Blends throughout the week, but let's on Monday, let us take care of Hustle Blends issues. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, we'll talk about Renown, mm-hmm. uh, talk about how we're taking care of our website clients, how we are um, intaking them, how we are finishing the product that they're asking for as far as the websites. Um, logo design or whatever else we're working on that. So if we could touch on that real quick, um, I really want to talk about what Renown is because a lot of people are like, I've seen it. Like, I've, I've heard about it. I've heard about it. Right. Like, we never really just kind of like broke down what it is because we're always just in your face like, hustle please, hustle please, hustle please. Um, but Renown, I like to break it down as this. It, it, it takes you from the what if to the what next. All right. Mm-hmm. I am extremely passionate uh, about seeing people go from I can't do this to all right, what I got to do next like that. That I believe if that is could be broken down into a word, um, that is something that that I, I feel like, you know, is one of my missions in, in life. And um, God has blessed Tweety to be such an amazing finisher and to be such an amazing executioner and executionist or whatever the word is. And so um, Tweety builds the websites. And where the, all of this came from is like when I was doing makeup back in the day. Back um, in the gap. And I was like halfway taking myself seriously, but it kind of came down to like we was just, we first got married. And so it was like, look, uh, <laughs> 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 if you can make a little extra, you know, a little extra something on the side, you know, because people people were requesting it, and I was just kind of tripping, mm-hmm. high key. I was tripping, and Twitty was like, "Well, I'm gonna be- I'm gonna build this website for you, and you gonna get clients." Right. I remember building it while I was at work. I was building mm-hmm. um, your makeup website. I was taking mm-hmm. your photos. I was editing your photos. Mind you, I wasn't an expert in any of these fields, but I felt the need to uh, assist my fiance at the time to mm-hmm. push her business to. Uh, go out there because she was talented but I was like man you tripping yeah and now it's funny because you know there's uh, there's there's so many different things uh, it's, it's interesting to see people go from like the what if like 
to, like I said, the what next. And Renown is that missing ingredient for that. So Renown is not just building websites. Um, we assist people with just business growth, business models and strategies, um, assisting them. Not, and, and not in a way of like, let me tell you how to run a million dollar business because I promise you that's that's not it. I don't, I don't believe in gimmicks. Um, we don't even have... <laughs> We don't have the years of experience to gimmick nobody, you right. know, but the, the, for me, I think it's just a natural inclination of seeing businesses, seeing how they work from a consumer standpoint, mm-hmm. and then also understanding what would make my life easier for my consumers to keep coming back if I were the business owner. Right. So this Tweety and I do this wherever we go. We like, we could be sitting up in a restaurant somewhere and be like, mm. <laughs> All right, nice floors, nice floors. Mm. Like, what could we do different? Weird, weird smell, but the food is awesome, you know. So we 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 go through that, and we and because that's something like we kind of can't not talk about whenever we go somewhere. We we decided to develop something that could fill in the gap for that. So that that gets its little piece of management somewhere in the week too. I just gotta say, shout out to Rona. Oh wow, you know some people are not gonna feel that, but shout out. Well, them. not shout out to Rona, but shout out to not specifically Rona, but shout out to the quarantine. Shout out to um, just being able to be home. The season. Shout and, out to the yeah, season yeah. of of peace. The season of learning how to be still. The season of growing your talents, grooming the gifts that are already inside of you, and actually getting time to spend with your loved ones. Uh, digging deeper into even reading books and applying knowledge to the things you were already doing pre-Rona. Yeah. So uh, it's not really a shout out to the pandemic and things that are going on. It's right, more of right. a, the season of fulfilling the things that God has put inside of you. Right. And, you know, we talked about this a little earlier, like when Joseph, if, if any, we have Bible scholars here. Yeah, we have Bible All scholars. All the scholars, raise your hands. If you're a scholar, put your picky toe, picky hand, picky uh, finger up. Just put something up. Let us <laughs> know you're here. Side <laughs> Let us know you're here. <laughs> no, but uh, if you're a Bible scholar, Joseph, um, as you know, he uh, was sent out by his brothers. and Not really sent out, but they threw him in the well. I mean, they was hating on him. Right. So they was hating or whatever. So I want that coat. Yeah, I want that coat. That's He must have had a what Gucci I coat do before Gucci coat. came out. <laughs> what I got to do to get that coat? <laughs> right. So uh, they threw him in the well. And, you know, he got pulled out and got sold into slavery. Right. And you saw his journey from Potiphar's house back to jail, from jail to uh, becoming second in command in all of Egypt. And you saw I like that. when you be talking like that. That's, I'm preaching sure to you. Sure I'm preaching sure better than you. Like, sure and y'all respond. to me. <laughs> but uh, anyways, as you see that. Um, Joseph is in the in jail and uh, he's now become second in command in all of Egypt. You see that uh, he grows in understanding and he learns how to listen to God. So God uh, reveals to uh, reveals to him that there's going to be a famine in the land mm-hmm. and the famine is going to uh, need some perca- uh, precaution uh, precautions taken by uh, Joseph. So Joseph then begins to uh, prepare and put aside a little bit of everything he had right. for the people, not for himself. For the people. For the people. Yes. So even in following his, distinct instructions. Right. So when the famine hit, everybody was surprised to see that Joseph had the stuff necessary for you know uh, to, to prepare everything. So right. in a time like this, what are you doing? What precautions are you taking for the next famine? What precautions are you taking for and the not next? just for yourself? Not yeah, for, but for everybody, for everybody else. else. Yep, yeah. You know, sometimes we start businesses for ourselves, for my family now, right? For the Anguinis. Yes. No, but we're not thinking about what about for another family, right? What are, what about for another generation? What about right. for millions of people? Right. We start things out of selfish motives, but we never do them out of like wanting to fulfill God's purpose. You know, when you said that, it just made me think like we want to, so many people have the mission of capturing millions of dollars, but don't want to capture millions of, of souls. Don't want to capture millions of, you know what I'm saying? Like right. don't want to impact millions of people. Like give me the million dollars, but I really don't want to p- impact a million people. I don't like the little two or three people that's calling my phone right now. I ain't really trying to do all that. Right. And, and so it reminds me that, you can get so much more from serving than you can from selling. You know what I'm saying? Say that again. You can get so much more from serving than you can from selling. Yeah. And so I remember a few months ago, I think when we were recording the pod, 
the pod. The pod. Um, I w- was talking about um, being a decent water. steward of of being an employee, you know, and I feel like so many times people say, oh, if you're an entrepreneur, you are going to be a sucky employee or you're going to whatever. And, you know, it's not to say that you don't get frustrations here and there of like, I mean... <laughs> I could, I'm checking my business emails while we at this meeting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I'm, I'm trying happens. to run up this check. You I know, can testify that it happens. It happens. You know what I'm saying? But um, I have to say, it's also important to understand your employeeship um, whilst harboring or nurturing rather mm. I'm not trying to be T.I. and throwing out words that don't go in the sentence. I actually know these words. You know? <laughs> um, Trust but, me, I... I get schooled on stuff all the time. That's not how you use it in a sentence. Oh my god! It's okay though. I I'm know that person. It's the English teacher, in you. man. But you know, it's crazy because I don't always say things correctly. No, you you do your best. I try my best. Yeah, I try my best, and I try to do it expeditiously. Shout out to Ti. You really don't need a shout out. He but doesn't. shout out to you. Uh, but it, <laughs> anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that in this season, if you are working at home right now and you are trying to pick, put the pieces together or you're like, man, it sounds like a great idea to start a business right now. It sounds like a great idea to start, you know, whipping these cakes or whipping these hot dogs or selling these breakfast burritos at the back of my car. Mm-hmm. You know, I would highly suggest that you consult God with it because strategy over hustle is beating it right now. You that. don't so need to just be out here hustling and running your fast. head against the wall mm-hmm. and hoping to make a few dollars a week because you could, you're you you're equating your success to your profits, which that's nowhere near your purpose. And so you want to always... Break down you're going too fast man you're going way too fast this is this is good meat this is good it's, it's meat it's meat yes it's meat yes marinated over a few days yeah. you know so you, you gotta break it down this right? ain't Let the old meat that you pulled out your granny deep freezer no, this is the meat that this you is know not beef jerky you know what i'm saying right. so go back and talk about strategy over hustle let's start there strategy over hustle um i think that so many of us we, especially if you are a millennial, and I'm not saying this is only privy to millennials, but I think that we were raised and groomed in this generation of people that have always been told to grind, 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 hustle, 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 go mm-hmm. after it, go after it. Why are you sleeping? What you doing? Who sleep right now? <laughs> Millionaires don't sleep. I don't go to yes, sleep every do. day. You need to wake <laughs> up. You need to wake up. If you, Every time you go to sleep, somebody beating you, somebody out doing you, you need to, and then it. What it trains us to do is to have a comparative mindset. So where we're always equating our own successes and our own victories to what someone else is doing or mm. not doing. Yeah. It's not that like our success and our victories should not be relative. They should not be relative at all. If you won, you won. You didn't win because somebody lost. You won. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you lost or you just didn't get where you wanted to be, it's not because somebody else did better than you. You need to be okay with where you are because right now you're standing in the middle of an answered prayer and you, you're not even acknowledging it. Right. I think victory truly belongs to Jesus. Every time I hear a song, like I think he, he pulled from scripture for that one. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was prophetic. It's prophetic. It is prophetic. <laughs> right. Uh, but when we talk about God giving you like personal victories, he, it's personal for a reason. Right. Like he's not giving you the pers- those personal victories to go compare it to Susie's and yeah. John's yeah. and Bobby and them. Yeah. He's giving you those victories so you can pile them on and realize that he is the one giving you the victory. Right. Not that you gave it to yourself because that's sometimes what we do. Like, I, I got the victory. Mm-hmm. No, God got the victory mm-hmm. through you. Mm-hmm. You are a vessel of the victory. You are right. a tool right. for the victory. Right. And so I think the hustling mindset comes from let me outdo this next person. Let me outdo. Crabs in the barrel. You know, crabs in and, and when are we ever going to get out the barrel? Like whenever, you know, I see, I, and I'm just going to speak culturally. If mm-hmm. you do not like cultural talk, <laughs> it's a great time to right. leave the room. You know what I'm saying? But I have to say, culturally speaking, crabs in a bucket, crabs in a barrel, the barrel, the bucket, the pot, wherever they at, the crabs <laughs> are in there. All right. Um, I find that even the million dollar crab is still somewhere in the barrel. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But we and we always discuss crabs in the barrel, crabs in the barrel. They pulling each other down. One person get up, we pull another person down. It's so true. But you see people who who've acquired the net worth. Why are they still in the bucket? 
Why are you still talking about flaunt? Like, we know you're a millionaire. We know you're a billionaire. And we're not trying to say you shouldn't let the people know. You shouldn't let people know to work hard. But why is it all you lazy this, all y'all this, y'all basic, y'all ain't woke, y'all? Like, why are we still? You already made it. Why are you still putting people? You know what I mean? Let me challenge a couple of listeners' viewpoints. If you're currently listening, um, I think you don't need to be a millionaire to know that you're a millionaire. You don't uh, <laughs> Like, you don't need to uh, have a million dollars to know that you are going to get a million dollars. Right. It's just a matter of, do you believe it? Are you going to do the work to get the million dollars? Are you going to live to see the million dollars? Right. Like, what if you never get to it? Does it mean that you weren't a millionaire? Because a, a millionaire is whatever you put the title on. I can I say I'm a millionaire based off of my body. I'm worth, I'm worth a million. Mm -hmm. To me. To me. In my mind. In my mind. <laughs> that is how much I'm worth. Right. But to break it down even a little further, it's a mindset. Right. And it's not to idolize the money. It's not to idolize the thing. But it's to educate people and let them know that you can achieve what God has already put in you. You don't got to do all the extra stuff. Like, you don't got to follow somebody else's journey. I don't got to follow whoever... Uh, Spoken reasons or whoever. Spoken reasons is not doing very well right now. <sighs> Why not break him up? He, I don't have he to has a reason to speak, <laughs> <laughs> but it is not. <laughs> okay, I, I please my, no examples. Oh, okay. Just no exa Just you know, it's I don't fine. have to follow motivational speakers mm -hmm. in order for me to reach my goal. Mm -hmm. They are there for a reason mm -hmm. to motivate. They get paid to do just that. I think it's important to grow with what God said. You go back to him for instruction. You mm -hmm. go back to him because he's the source. Mm -hmm. So as you're building your business, as you're growing your business, whatever it is, remember that you didn't get that idea out of nowhere. It came from somewhere. Right. God. Right. And it's a it's an amazing time to um, flex that muscle of faith as well because there may be things that you're getting called to right. that don't look like it, what everybody else is doing. It don't look like... And you could be in the same industry as somebody else. You know, you doing, doing makeup, you thing. doing hair, you doing this, you're doing that, you're selling whatever else. You're, you know, you have services and credit consult consultations and you're doing tax repairs. I don't know what you're doing, but you know what I'm saying? It does not have to be modeled after someone else. I think that the business um, circle or the business, the industry of business rather, right. um, one of the things that they teach you in developing a business plan is how are your competitors doing? How are the people next to you doing? How much money, if I'm Burger King, how much money is McDonald's making, grossing a year or a quarter? And how can I do that? How can I make my Whopper beat their McDouble? I mean, not their McDouble, their Big Mac. How can I do that? And so what you see for a long time is Whataburger, not Whataburger, Burger King and McDonald's just going head to head trying to beat each other by an inch every single time. Mm -hmm. Every single time something a new season turns around. Now... Ain't nobody checking for Burger King right now. Uh, unless you are a Burger King lover, then that's your business. But <laughs> the the thing is, I don't want to be the, the store that was compared to another store. I just want to know that I was in my lane and I was doing what God told me to do. Because I don't have to check for my competitors if I do that. That ain't got nothing to do with me. If you over here doing twice what I'm, I'm doing, but somewhere in my reach that I'm making of, of making half of what you make. I, I'm doing something a little deeper. Sometimes it's not about how far your reach is. It's about how deep your reach is. I agree with that. I think God already has ordained whoever you're going to touch in your business. Mm -hmm. That not every customer is for you. Mm -hmm. If every customer walked into your small business right now and said, hey, uh, I want to buy this. You should start asking yourself a question like either I have a, a really billion, a billion dollar idea like an Amazon or something's not right. Mm -hmm. Because I believe that he has purposed certain people just for you. Mm -hmm. That it's, it's, it's so important that you don't compare and contrast. I right. think that's where you you start to get things wrong is the right. comparison contrast. Look what Tweety doing. Right. Look what Patrice doing. Look what the, what, look what the other You got to make your doing. network. Right. Your. Your Say network. You know, I, we always talk about in college, it was like a real big thing, right? Like networking networking and like nobody knew what it meant like everybody thought you just like go to a career fair and you put on a blazer and you you wear your granny lipstick like everybody thought that's what that meant but making your network it is also talked about <laughs> <laughs> in the faith boss book um 
is mending your net because everybody is not your customer. Everybody is not your person. Um, and understanding that and whoever, whatever fish I catch in this net is because I mended this net and I repaired my net and I was, and I was, um, aware of what my net is able to do. And I'm also aware of the fish that I have in there as well. So manage your fish load and manage what's in your net. I I couldn't agree with that a hundred percent. You just agreeing with me today? You just I don't know. You just like look, look, Patty. I think it's important <laughs> to tell the people that it's hard out here. Like I don't think people don't know it's not hard. No, I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about the mending part. You're talking yes. about like mending, mending a net. Yeah, building a. Uh, a following, building a community, mm -hmm. uh, bridging the gap. Like, it's not something you wake up and just do. Mm -hmm. I think people see the success. They see the end goal. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. They made a million dollars. Oh, my God. And then they all did. of a sudden, they've earned a follow. They've earned right. a following from you. Yeah. But, and it's not just about that. I, if you are just, if I, at the end of the year, and glory to God, it when this happens, have a seven-digit year, and all of a sudden you calling me. It's child. And no, no, I'm saying when it happens. Right. When I have a seven digit year. Not because of my uh I was so about to put my employer out there, but but lucky for you, oh, it's oh. not happening. <laughs> um but you know what I'm saying? When that does happen, don't follow me and all of a sudden want to know the keys to success. Don't all of a sudden do that when you weren't checking for my five digit year. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that all of a sudden when you, you know, I, I believe that you need to see the fruit of it. And so many people equate, oh, your profit is your fruit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, homegirl over here is has made a million dollars. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, anything she do, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm running. I'm chasing after you. Like, you know, we, <laughs> we all own it. But then it's like, but what else is her fruit? Because a million dollars is not necessarily the fruit. It's the fruit of working hard. But what else in it do you want? Because when you are following somebody, you're admiring their whole character. You know what I mean? Ooh, yes. I think we want to get pieces of people. Yeah. Oh yeah, we like. Let me just take right. that. I want a little and bit of this that. person. I and she's still bit. single. I don't want that. I want the million dollar part of her. I think that's that's the idol worshiping part of our human nature is mm -hmm. that we are okay with taking pieces of people and mm -hmm. building our own gods, building Ooh. our own building our own titles within titles. Well, you know, this is the person. Well, this is my this is my man crush Monday. Even though I got a husband, I'm talking to somebody. This is my women crush uh, Wednesday. Even though I got a wife, like people are creating these whole idols out wow. of other people, and w wondering why you got marital issues, wondering why you got business issues because you can't focus on the thing that you God created gave the you. idol instead of your assignment. It could all be so simple. Right. It could all be so simple. All right. So we are going to transition into our faith topic. If you are on live right now, I hate to tell you this, but your train, you got a few more stops and we about to let you off. But don't fret. You will be able to tune in tomorrow, which is Monday Memorial Day. I know all of y'all are going to be social distancing at home, right? And having Zoom parties and not over here doing a cha-cha slide at your uncle cookout, I'm right? I'm expecting fireworks. I'm expecting <laughs> uh, <laughs> the cha-cha slide. What, what's, that, what's that black dance that people do? Don't say the black dance. What is it called? Don't say that. You know, I'm not as cultured. Don't say that. What is it called? It's not okay. The one that and they heard you live. We can't edit that out. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. What is it called, though? I don't know what it's called. Anyways, they're going to be doing that. They're going to be doing uh, a whole lot of stuff. So be safe out there, wherever Please you are. Please do be safe out there. Don't be so excited that, you know, TJ Maxx is open and all of a sudden you can go somewhere and, you know, you lose your mind. Now that you have somewhere to, you know, to go. Don't do that. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and go to our faith topic. I always feel like our business topic always wraps well, so well into our faith topic, which it should, right? Um, so we were talking about how to live this Christ life like consistently, Christ life like Christ like life consistently, um, and how we can always be identified as those people who are following after Christ. I think that so many people want to call you so many other things when you're young and you're following after Christ because it's almost like it's something wrong with it. It's almost like 
we, you know, getting saved was like a retirement plan. Like you supposed to do that after your third marriage, and you know, <laughs> your your last husband left you a house out in, in the boonies. That's when you supposed to be saved. You, you know. You know what they say is that once you get over thirty, you gotta get your life right. So you have your 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 preteens, your teenage years to get out all the stuff out of you. That's what they say. Like, get mm. all that party stuff out of you. Get all that, you and know, And there's unsaved. people half our age that didn't get a chance to see our age because they, they believed and they subscribed to that mantra. Right. So now when you get to, you know, over 30, which we're rapidly approaching. We are rapidly approaching. We're at the end of the But 20s. I ain't getting older. I'm, I'm getting, getting colder. colder. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was like corny, but that was yes, really exciting for us. I know. I know. That was so That's exciting. Whole touch. That's whole touch. That's whole but all right, sorry. Anyways, you know, yeah. my live was doing the Teddy Riley thing, so I've been on, on and off for a little bit. But anyways, neither here nor there. Uh, oh, I think it's important, like in your faith walk, to trust. Trust is something that you are going to have to learn how to do, especially with God. Mm. Like we talked about Abraham this morning when mm. we were driving to church, yeah, we and did. We, we were saying like, why did God make Abraham sacrifice his son? Yeah. Like, was God really, like, thinking like he was, like, what was God trying to pull out of Abraham? Mm. He was trying to pull out obedience. Because there was times where Abraham wasn't obedient. We see obedience as punishment sometimes. Ooh, yeah. We see it as, like, why me? Why is this my life? Why did this have to happen to me? And honestly, I think it's all, it's a matter of perspective. Is right. your cup half empty or, or is your cup full. half full? And so, like, if you were one of those people that experienced a whole lot young, not to dismiss what you've gone through, not to dismiss the trauma that you could currently be working through, mm-hmm. but it could you, is there a possible way that it could be looked at like, huh, you know what, that was building something in me. Or there was something that I got out of that that it's unfortunate that it happened, but somehow, some way, it brought something out of me. It made me be able to identify other things and other people. It made me uh, develop these spiritual gifts. And now every time I see somebody or I feel somebody, I can pray for somebody, or I can reach out to somebody. You know, I just... I just tend to think that if we could just reshape our mind, because we can't reshape our experiences. We can't redo life. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we can't redo the worst day of our life. And obviously, we wouldn't want to anyway. But we can change the way we think about it. And like we talked about last week, so many people... um, would call the our walk as Christians as you know when it comes to addressing mental illness, when it comes to addressing trauma or um, different ideations or things like that. People tend to say, "Oh, Christians are dismissive. Oh, you just gonna have to pray about that. You just gonna have to get over it. Or you just, I, you know, I love Jesus and I have a therapist. You know, people people have these defensive, you know, standpoints. And it's not saying you can't go see your therapist, sis. But what I'm saying is. How much are you communing and communicating with God to where these things, where if we go deep into his word, we do know that there are things that we shall and we can be free from. Right. Let's break it down like this. A lot of people, they say things based out of lack of knowledge, but they stand on them because it came from them. Say that that one more time. A lot of people, they say things out of a lack of knowledge Mm -hmm. and they stand on those things because it came from them. It was their opinion. Oh, okay. So, so if it sound right to me, right, it's it should right. Sound right to everybody. It's right because it's right. That's yeah. that's law. It's law. Right. But that's why God tells us to to study the word mm-hmm. and show ourselves approved. Mm-hmm. Because in the word, it'll give you scenarios of people who have done it right, people who mm-hmm. have done it wrong, people who have believed on Christ, people mm-hmm. who haven't believed right, on Christ. Right. And it'll show you the narrative. There's like, nothing new under the sun. Right. You don't <laughs> think Judas was suffering from depression? Yeah. You don't think Peter was suffering from depression? I'm yeah. just throwing out questions. Yeah. Because it's all in the word. It's there. Yeah. And they're not calling it depression, but you just use your mind and yeah. see. Yeah. You that, put two and two together. Right. Yeah. yeah. So as a Christian, I can't say that it doesn't exist, but I say it's not over me. Yeah. It's not going to rule it's over me. It's not Lord over me. Right. Yeah. So these things are there and we just renamed them. They were spirits. Yeah. They're demonic realms. They're, they're deeper things than what we just prescribed to. Because if somebody suffered from depression, from depression in the world, you know what they say? Get a therapist and start taking pills. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not my job to say whether that's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying that when we are faithful to God, he will provide us the true answer. Mm -hmm. That's why we have Jesus' blood to appropriate over that. So you have one side of Christian who doesn't really know the word as they should. Right. Therefore, they go out just, hey, somebody died. Uh, Go to Genesis five. Right, Cain died. Right. I'm like, well, wait a minute, wait right. a minute, bro. Right. Wait, 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 wait. Can we can we run? Can we have some with, sensitivity? Can, I got some, yeah, I got some things to get off my chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and we talk about that. You pick pick up the book. My life is off. We Your talk bit? about that. Yeah, yeah. We talk about there and journal for dreamers. <laughs> Men have to learn how. It's not to be, an infomercial, guys. Right. But I'm just saying. Men have to <laughs> learn how to be vulnerable. Women too. Men and vulnerability. Can we touch on that? Okay, y'all was really supposed to be cut off. Like a minute We're ago, giving a little but I, and I just feel <laughs> I cut I cut them off on mine. Well, my my phone did, but <laughs> it's all right. Y'all was really supposed to be cut off like a second ago, but we gonna we gonna run this real quick, and then we are gonna see y'all tomorrow. Okay, so men and vulnerability. We were talking about you and I were talking. I think a few days ago about toxic masculinity. And we were talking about just the different ways that men or young men or men of color rather have been raised and groomed um, to to communicate, to um, conflict resolve, to, right. um, you know, address their feelings, address their their hurts, address their disappointments and everything like that. Um, and it takes me back to when I would talk to some of my students in class. And it was this one question. I always tell you this, but I'm telling them this for the first time. So act like you're hearing it for the first time. But um, there's this one question that one professor I had in college used to ask. And, well, say that she asked her people whenever she had her, um, she had her, um, you know, like therapy sessions. Forum. Yeah, her therapy sessions. And so she would say, if you could not be mad right now, what could you be? You know, she would say, like, if you if anger was not the first emotion you could run to, what would it be? Because you're as a man and I'm not one, but like I very rarely have heard a man say um, I would be disappointed. I've never heard. I, I don't think I've heard that. Or I would be I would just say that I'm scared or I would just say that I'm doubtful or I would just say that I'm just anxious right now. Like that. instead of that, I'm mad. <laughs> don't talk to me. We can fight. You know, so what what is it that you are pulling out of this? It, well, in this book, <laughs> what is it that you are drawing together about men, vulnerability in the word of God? Men are not taught how to properly communicate. Mm -hmm. If you can't properly communicate to God, it's very hard to communicate to other to people. To anybody else, yeah. So we have to begin with prayer. Right. We have to begin to uh, call things as they are. Mm -hmm. Lord, I'm frustrated. Yeah. Lord, I'm angry. Yeah. Lord, I'm confused. Mm -hmm. Lord, it sucks what this I'm going sucks. for. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. You can go all throughout the Bible where people were really crying out unto God. Yeah. And not under saying, I don't understand why this had to happen. So let's let's chat, let's start the let's start the pot a little bit. What is the line between identifying an emotion and um, choosing choosing Christ? Like, what is the the line where it's like I feel like this, but God? No, I'm saying that you're taking your emotions to God. Okay. In prayer. Okay. Saying this Clear is where I'm then. at because okay. God already knows where you are, mm -hmm. but you gotta let Him know, Lord, this is where I'm at. You're mm -hmm. opening up your heart mm -hmm. because that's. Because you're doing, it's like going to surgery. Like, you're opening up your own heart unto God and saying, Lord, I am suffering from this. Right. He already knows what you're suffering from. Right. But your vulnerability towards the issue you're dealing with, you're giving it unto him. Mm. You're making your dependency on him and not on yourself. And I mean, I think that's the largest mountain that so many Christians, female and male, do um, have to overcome is the mountain of themselves. Right. You know, the surrenderance of yourself. Um, and, and that vulnerability, embracing that, that nakedness of like, God, you really see all this. Of course he's seen all that on you. Of course he sees that you've been carrying that shame for so long and you've been carrying all this for so long. It's, there, there's no way to hide it. You can even see it in the word. So in the Bible, when Adam and Eve uh, ate from the uh, tree, tree of uh, good and evil, uh, you see that. Like, as they're walking and they've clothed themselves, like, God is asking them a, a rhetorical question, like, why, why are you naked? Mm -hmm. Or why are you hiding so from So what me? are you doing? <laughs> you know, as if, as if he can't see them. Yeah. As if he doesn't know what they just did. Right. So, 
I, I feel like God has a great sense of humor, one, mm-hmm. because we will try to hide our sin in darkness. A lot of men would in pornography. Yeah. You'll hide your sin in that. Right. You'll hide your sin in um, uh, premarital sex. You'll hide your sin in drinking. You'll hide your sin in smoking. And and what we do is that once we get into that room, it feels so comfortable. You mm-hmm. feel all the these, darkness. Right. You feel yeah. all these things up in the darkness. And I, I can speak from it because I've been there. Yeah. And most men are still there, but they don't want to admit to it because right. it's it's their pride. It's in the way. Like, mm. I'd rather lock this up and say I'm good. Do you think that there are, um, one, do you think that that's being told, that's being discussed? That narrative is not being discussed because mm-hmm. there's a lot more people saying everything is okay. Mm. And we all do this. We all deal with this. You know, even um, a, a topic came up with, you know, uh, Sir Lil Boosie. Uh, Did you say Sir Little Boosie? Sir Little Boosie. Sir Little Boosie? When did Little Boosie get promoted to Sir? It wasn't a promotion. I didn't know what it was called. I don't know his real name. (laughs) I don't know his... When did this happen? Sir. (laughs) Sir said that, you know, he hired strippers. Okay. Okay, Okay, go ahead. Sir said he hired strippers to have sex with his son. Right. That is sexual abuse. That is sexual abuse. You call it what it is. Yeah. And that is the same as if he, if that was a girl, him doing the same thing. Right. We would be just, up in arms. Yeah. He would be arrested right now. Right. But since it's a man, it's like, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and that's where mm-hmm. things start to break down. The enemy knows how to attack the man. And it wow. usually starts with the flesh. That's mm-hmm. why we deal with the lust. That's why we deal with the looking. That's why we deal with the pornography. Mm-hmm. Because he knows if he could break down your mindset on how you see a woman, your mindset on how you see a thing or how you see sin, if he can make it a normal thing. So a lot of men are not being educated to say this is wrong. What mm-hmm. I am doing is wrong and I need help. I need Jesus. Mm-hmm. I need more than just it's been 12 weeks. Mm. You know, mm. and it's not men necessarily in the world. I'm talking mm. about men in the church. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. Christian men yeah. who are lying to themselves right. that everything is okay. But you know, you hiding this thing. You've been hiding it from whoever, your wife, for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we bring it out of darkness. That's why I wrote this journal. Yeah. I wrote this journal to bring things out of darkness because mm-hmm. I was in a dark place. Yeah. To where I could give you uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I could give you all these scriptures, but let it be two a.m. at night. Let it be, uh, you know, when nobody's at home. My mind goes somewhere else and nobody else knows. Yeah. But it started when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. But we never deal with those things. Yeah. We never deal with sexual abuse. We yeah. never deal with premarital sex. We For never deal with soul ties. Yeah. Yeah. Men have soul ties just as women do have yeah. soul ties. So we can't separate those two things and start to act as if we don't need help. <sighs> if you go to a regular church today, you're going to see more women than men. Why? Because men don't want to stand up and say, hey, I need help. Because they've never been taught that. But women have been taught, you know what? You can. There's a Jesus. Women have heard Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Men have rarely been preached to, talked to, trained to about Jesus because if there's no praise dance for a young boy, what does he do? If there's no singing, if he doesn't have a talent in that, how do you how do you help them? How do you? He doesn't have a performative talent. Right. Wow. That's how do you train them in the church? Wow. So we have to find places to train our young men and our older men how to follow Christ and fall back in love with Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what this journal is for. It's not just for dreamers. It's for everybody, every man who is seeking a relationship with Christ. That's dope. That's dope. So I hate to do this to you guys. I hate to do it to you guys. But if you would like to hear the remaining part of this podcast, you will need to go ahead and tune in tomorrow morning and you can have um, look us up on Apple Podcasts, Million Dollar Conversations, Spotify. And of course, I'm going to drop the link if you found us on Facebook anyway. So it ends here for y'all right now. Just right now. Because we are about to go into our relationship conversation. And it's about to get real, real good. Real, real good. Okay. Um, but also, if you have not already heard different Million Dollar Conversation episodes, we're going to need you to run it back and leave some reviews for us. Okay. It helps us with the um, optimization, the search optimization of finding us on Apple and other um, sites that host our podcast. So We are a top 200 podcast for entrepreneurship <laughs> already. It's too much. It's too much. 
Praise God. We are a top 200 podcast for entrepreneurship. So, and that's like a huge category. Um, so, I don't, I, 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 anyway, bye y'all. We love y'all. Not, not y'all that are listening right here. But we will talk to y'all tomorrow. Good day. Also, purchase the books. What? <laughs> on boss. Dot org. And All if right. you've already purchased. And if you already purchased, we're running them your way. Also, also, just quick plug, quick plug, plug, love, plug, quick plug. plug Alright, so our great friend, the lovely, the loveliest. The who? The loveliest. The who? Okay, she ain't even watching, so she she gonna see this later though. Alright, <laughs> um, look, our great friend, our fellow faith boss has released a journal a dream journal as well under hello lovely company you need to go pick that up as well all right y'all we out we love y'all facebook we'll see y'all good tidings to you to all of your kin good day Uh, wait sorry oh man but all right so picking up the pod from where we left off at. All right. So guys, we're going to pick up the marital, the relationship part of our podcast because we know that y'all love this part. We know that y'all really, really, really um, y'all get with this part. And um, there's always a lot to discuss with this because like we are multi-part situations over here. Me and my husband are business partners, but we are, you know, he's my love. He's my lover. Honey. Uh, he's... <laughs> I love it. I love it. We watched Molly with me and got that. And I just, I love it. Anyway, um, he is um, the sunshine of my life, right? So um, lately, you know, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Oh, or, you know, okay. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just tell y'all about me. I'm gonna tell y'all my dirt, okay? I can occasionally catch an attitude. All right, uh, you, you making faces. You should have did that on the live. I'm trying to instead hear. of sitting up here making faces that they can't hear. I'm trying to hear. Okay, I, 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 I uh, that's I what I thought. It. No, that's what I thought. All right, um, <laughs> <laughs> kingdom and I'm south side. No, but seriously, occasionally I catch an attitude. Occasionally, um, I think that in my mind, I don't. I'm a loud person. I am a naturally loud person. My voice naturally has just a little bit of bass in it um and my husband oh my husband is so patient he's soft-spoken you know he's so wholesome he don't come with no 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 foolishness you know and i unfortunately am problematic so (laughs) what you get out of on what unfortunately yeah (laughs) so what tends to happen is I can be very passionate about something and Tweety can be like, you doing too much. You need to calm down, like s- sit down for a second. But at the same time, I feel secure in like, okay, my husband knows his wife. You know what I'm saying? Like he knows I'm not, I don't have any ill intent, but I'm tripping, you know, but in my mind, I don't really be feeling like I'm tripping. I'm just passionate. So we just wanted to talk about that because we knew that was something different. And also it'd be a very interesting conversation for um, those who are dating or looking to date, or you're just kind of like on these, um, these FaceTime situation, quarantine dates right now, where, um, you may feel like someone gets a little passionate or they get a little worked up about something and you're like, I don't know, what does that mean? Is that a ding on their character? I believe that when it comes to communication, it's something that you're going to learn over time. Mm -hmm. So I've learned to understand when you are being passionate. I've learned to understand when you're being frustrated, when Mm -hmm. you're angry, or when you're straight up just wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I've learned learned all those Give me some rope, please. Give me some rope. But the thing is, like, what I do know is that you are always, most of the time, coming from a place of love. Mm -hmm. That my love for you is this much that I don't want to see you go through this. I don't Mm want to see somebody try you like that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Patrice is the DMX dog in the background just barking. Yeah. Just for no reason. Sometimes, and for sometimes it's for great reasons. Mm -hmm. Because... I feel like she's like a barometer for me. Mm-hmm. A barometer, if y'all don't know what that is. Oh, educate us. Go back to biology. Oh, wow. Or, or Google. Sorry. Oh, yikes. Wow. Anyways. Okay. Don't do my <laughs> listeners like that. What are you doing? <laughs> Come back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But 
um, you're like a barometer for the storm. You're a barometer for foolishness and mm-hmm. the things that come with people mm-hmm. who are trying to get something out of me. Mm-hmm. And over time, I have been, quote unquote, bamboozled mm-hmm. <laughs> by people in conversation mm-hmm. or in business. And it, it's just because sometimes I just be thinking, this is my friend mm-hmm. or you, you, you're not going to do me like that. Mm-hmm. So Patrice just gets up and I was like, nah, man, we, we barking back. You ain't gonna do my dog. You ain't gonna do my husband like this. Mm-hmm. So I know that it's coming from a loving place, a place of uh, protection for your husband, and making sure that um, people aren't just looking at the gift inside of me or the talents inside of me and seeing how they can milk it. Mm-hmm. So I know that you're not coming for my neck for no reason. But if you are dating and you don't know what that person's language is, sometimes it takes time because you can't tell. Until a situation arises. Uh-huh. So would you say that tone is a good indicator of who someone is? No. Or how they communicate? Or how effective of a communicator they right. are? Right. You could you could use a frustrated <laughs> tone and and say everything right, but the tone just throws off everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you had an angry tone, but you spat out facts. But see, how do you know if it's anger? Anger, an angry tone is is completely based on perspective. Right. So even give y'all an example. Like I think that we got in the car earlier and Tweety was like, oh, you, hey, you doing all right? And I was on my phone. I was looking down. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm good. And and that was it. But I like I was literally good. <laughs> I was literally okay. And he was kind of like, well, I mean, dang, like you know, you kind of, you know, you you you're a little you're a little sassy right now. Um, but I I was really okay. And that even led me to believe, or to just it reminded me of like sometimes beyond even um, just dating and, and marriage is like, you know, when you're you're associating with people and you're mending that net to not be frustrated or deterred by tone, to not feel like, oh, this person don't fool with me just because, like, I was really chilling. I was really okay. Right. You know, now that you do say it, I do agree with you. Oh, my gosh. The public. Okay, let's go. I do agree with say you that, that tone matters. Mm-hmm in a conversation and at the same time it's not going to um it's 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 something that you learn over time like i said but it's also um it shouldn't deter you from getting to know somebody Mm -hmm. from building a relationship because they could be like just like you said right now i wasn't feeling no ways i feel no ways i feel (laughs) no ways Mm -hmm. you were just simply chilling yeah and sometimes, you know, there's been moments now that I can think of it where you'll ask me, like, why are you not excited? And I'm like, and you is, were chilling. I'm like, this is excitement. I was like, I was thrilled. <laughs> I'm actually at a 10 right I now. I was thrilled. But it's a Tweety 10. It's, it's the best day of my life. <laughs> right. It's not a Patrice 10. Mm. And we also have to understand we all have different tones. Mm. We all have different voices. You tend to get loud. I tend to get real mellow. Mm. Like, if it wasn't from the mic in front of me, or me actually learning how to like you know stand in front of people and speak, mm-hmm. I'd I'd be chilling. Mm-hmm. I, I my voice would be just at a very minimum. Mm-hmm. But I've learned to vocalize myself to make my point come across because I learned the power of that. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not able to do that, then how can you then have viewpoints? Mm-hmm. How can you then stand on firm and say, you know what? I trust and believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. I trust and believe in God. I have mm-hmm. a testimony for you mm-hmm. if you're constantly shying away from it. So I've learned to find that voice through Christ. Mm-hmm. Moses would be like, we're having a whole biblical mm-hmm. just stuff. It's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You just go, go read your word. Just do what you, got, do what you can. Right. Um, Moses... Um, um, was sent to go to Egypt by mm-hmm. God and his mm-hmm. wife, um, Zipporah. And he was like, but Lord, like, I stutter. Yeah. Lord, Lord, yeah. Like, Lord, this like, I got an excuse. Work. Yeah. yeah, this this is not going to work. And I right. can think of myself a couple of years back, like, me standing in front of people preaching, me, like, on a podcast by myself with yeah. my wife, yeah. with yeah. other people, we're all having conversation. Yeah. Whoa, that blew right. my mind. Right. But when you allow God through the Holy Spirit, to empower you and give you the words to say, you will conquer that thing. Sometimes we give that issue more of power, more power than actually what God has put inside of us. Mm. Mm. See, I think that um, sometimes when we lead with emotion, we completely miss, we've completely missed the message that we're trying to um, get from as well as communicate to the person that we're talking to. And so I brought this up. Um, not that this is just one of those juicy marriage topics, but 
communication is big. People like have whole falling outs because of communication. There yeah. are divorce papers on tables right now because I don't like the way they talk. Get them. They don't talk right. Or you tend to um you tend to think that just because if someone's not speaking to you and singing your praises, then mm. all of a sudden they don't love you. Right. And so like Tweety and I have sat at tables and had different opinions on things, you know, just because we're a married couple does not mean that like we share a brain, you know what I'm saying? We share a heart, and but love. we, <laughs> but you know, like he's different and I love that. And I love that he stimulates me um, conversationally that he makes me think about things that are different. Um, wow. Stimulation nation. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Oh, you're strange. Um, but not for real. Like, you know, I think that when you're dating, I would say um, I would highly advise you to just to not judge or to to um, to nitpick so much on how someone speaks, but more so of what they're saying. You don't want to miss what they're saying, because a lot of things when people are made aware of it, they they do try to make efforts to change it, because if they care about you and they care about the relationships around them and they care about how, the you know, the type of gas and steam that they are spewing out, you know what I mean? They care to change those things because they want to salvage the things around them. Um, so just don't be too harsh on people. And also don't be that person that's like, I am the way I am. Like, don't be that person that's like, I just I just do this. If you can't get with this, then I don't know what to tell you. Don't be that person either. I think we are steadily changing. At least we're supposed to. And um, I think it's a great time, especially if you are dating, to um, discover your communication. And also to be able to vocalize and articulate what your communication needs are. Right. And uh, in the great words of uh, another songwriter, a.k.a. Sir Lil Boosie? No, this is not him. <laughs> I never felt like we fully touched that. We'll bring that right back. We'll bring that back. Um, they didn't get that. Yeah. Uh, but when it came to uh, this songwriter, his name is Mario. He said, I can hear your heart crying out for me. It was, what? Yes, he has a song saying that. I can hear your heart oh my God, I'm crying leaving. out for me. <laughs> I'm leaving. Let me, get, let me get my point. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. Listen, let me get my, <laughs> me get my point across. Okay. So, How come Mario didn't get a name like Sir? I mean, it's Mario. Dang. <laughs> Anyways, I'm giving him a shout out. He needs this. Anyways, Mario. He has a heart. He has a song. I can hear your heart crying out for me. What you can take from that is that sometimes you can feel like the emotion from somebody and say that was genuine, or you could be like, you know what? I feel you. Like I didn't like the delivery. I didn't like the tone. I'm learning how to hear your tone, but I know that you're coming from a correct place. Right, 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 for sure. Um, you wanted to touch on the little boosie topic again? Right. I, I wanted to touch on that, even when it comes to parenting um, mm. and how we are allowing, you touched on this too, how we are allowing uh, earlier, probably this week, but how we are allowing um, the narrative of how we raise our sons and daughters you know, the things that we allow our sons to do and the things that we allow our daughters not to do mm. or vice versa and how we're bringing those things to the culture because I was seeing a lot of Christian men and women saying that what was happening was okay. And I wow. want to stamp right now that as a Christian man and a Christian woman of God, we do not accept that being okay to happen to a little boy. So well, well, the real conversation that we were having, because that was that was a part of it, but the mm -hmm. meat and the potatoes of it was the conversation of him. People were supporting it because they believed that he was justified in gay proofing his son and mm. gay proofing his son, like saying my son won't be gay. Because I didn't got him this over here. And also, you know, Lil Boosie, of course, was known for making the comment about Dwayne Wade's son um, earlier this year. So, you know, obviously, like, you know what I mean? Like, not trying to pin him against the wall and say he is or he isn't something, you know. But it, I think that that was the conversation. And so we're not talking about what Lil Boosie did because obviously he did what he did. You can't take away from it. Like, there's no, there's nothing that could be done to alter what happened, right? Right, right? But the conversations that happened and have been happening and are continue happening thereafter is something to talk about. Um, where there were Christian women and men who were saying, oh, I know that's right. You better gay proof your son. And right. then you go back into that toxic masculinity and you go back into child abuse and you go back into just everything else um, that just comes out of that. 
Let, let's just say it like this. I believe that we shouldn't be surprised by the things that people in the world do. Mm-hmm. I can't hold Lil Boosie, Dwayne Wade, or who anybody else, or anybody else in the world from doing what people in the world do. Mm-hmm. Sin. You can't go into Sodom and Gomorrah and be like, oh my gosh. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Yeah, like we doing what we do. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you can't be talking about, man, I saw you at the club last Sunday. Yeah. And yeah. what was you doing in the club with Right, them? right, 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 right. We have to be focused on the purpose that God gave us. And I think that we're so in the world that we need to start asking ourselves, are we gods? Mm. There's some of us that need to really be asking ourselves, like, are we gods based on how we live, based on how we talk? We could just slap a title. I could say I'm a Christian all day long, but Mm -hmm. if my lifestyle don't speak that. Man. Woo. Then what am I? Child. So you can you can claim Christ all day long, but if you don't have his fruit. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't look like him. If you don't look like him. Yeah. If you ain't talking like him. Mm-hmm. If you ain't following his will, which is spreading his word, mm-hmm. you are spreading more gossip. You're spreading more issues and turmoil of the mm-hmm. world more than you are praising him and giving him worship. Right. And what I'm, I'm saying all that, not to condemn you, not to criticize you, if this is you, but I'm letting you know that. There's somewhere in that you have lost yourself in what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And God does not tell us to focus on what goes on in the world. Mm-hmm. He, has to- he, he has told us to focus on the things that he has given us, mm-hmm. that we stand out. They need yeah. to be asking themselves, like, what are they doing over there? They on their job. We need to be on ours. Right. That's what I'm getting from that. All right, y'all. So you know what time it is. Tax time. You know what time it is. All right, Tweety Operator. Is this your Get my ad text on the line. Just the other night. All right. This is my every morning, by the way. So pray for your boy. Are you? I'm done. All right, y'all. Time to add text. So this is the time of the pod where we add a little some, some, some extra to, to what we already gave you. All right. We already gave you a lot today. We gave you a live video. We gave you content. We gave you black excellence. We gave you all godly excellence. We gave you a lot of things. But um, at this part of the, the pod, we are going to go ahead and add a little bit more than what you came for. All right. So it's time to add tax, Tweety. Um, you Take can it start away. off today. All right. So my ad text, y'all. Um, I always feel like it's simple. But then I feel like I start off simple and then I end up going off. But um, it's just a very recent revelation of mine um, that I'm going to share with you all. Is Some of you are good and afraid to be great. You mm. know what I'm saying? Some of you are like, I am doing good. I am doing good, but I don't want to press the gas. And so what I am telling you is to put that thing in sport, put the pedal to the metal and do it. A lot of you are 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 almost taking for granted the opportunity you've been given or the opportunities that you've been given to do and accomplish certain things because you don't want people talking about you or you're tired of people saying you do too much or you're tired of going to functions and people being like, oh, there she go. You're tired of that. And you're tired of having to answer questions and everything. But I'm letting you know that God is calling and grooming you for different callings. All right. Not calling and grooming you for different columns, but God is calling and grooming you and making you better and, and um, digging you a little bit deeper and challenging you a little bit more and making you a little bit more uncomfortable. And you're so okay with being good, but good is the enemy of great. So I'm going to encourage you today to go ahead and be great. Not your great, not great for you. Not look at me and everything. No, be God's great because God is not just okay. That's all. I love that. Um, my ad text is going to be a, a little lengthy. I like to, you know, add up a little bit more. But I want you to know that you serve a God who gives in the midst of famines. Ooh. You serve a God who blesses you in the midst of a pandemic. If you think the government is giving out good gifts, you got to see what God's doing for his people. Mm-hmm. God is doing a mighty work inside of people's hearts in this season, believers' hearts. And lastly, you serve a God of today, tomorrow, and forevermore. Mm. As you are worrying, as you have your doubts, as you are trying to figure out what you're going to do next, have you called God today? Mm. 
Have you had a communicate? Have you had communication with him? Have you had that one on one with him by yourself, with mm-hmm. your wife, with your husband, whoever you're with, even mm-hmm. even with your mom? Mm-hmm. Have you had that conversation with them, with God? So continue to pray for one another. Continue to strengthen one another. And I know it's not easy. I know some people is probably losing it right now. Like I'm just tired of home. Yeah. But I'm letting you know that. You need to just shift your mindset, renew it through the word of God. And God is going to do something great in your life too. So it's possible to get out of this together. We're all in this together. Together. Shout out to my mom for that. Mm -hmm. And we will be better after all this. That's it. All right, y'all, your invoice. Guess what? It is being delivered to you. You know what, sweetie? Let's take it easy on them. This week, it's on us. Hey, listen, um, Hustle Blends family, Million Dollar Conversation family, we got a whole lot, a whole lot of coming to you, actually on the same day that this is going to drop. So we want you to go ahead, be prepared, be ready to press play in multiple places. We love y'all. Y'all take care of yourself. Drink your Hustle Blends coffee. Go ahead and read your books from Tweety and Patrice Anguini and live your life. Happy Memorial Day. Love y'all. Bye. Hit a hezzy, back them up, and then we flip, flip, wrist On my James Harden, I might just take off One way to the hole of my boom, rock Youngin' with the stroke, what's 32 shooter? We don't miss shots, crisscross on the court We just jump back, Jordan fade away I made him jump ship now, finger roll on Irvin We don't miss those